have the words of eternal life. And so I want you to see this story. I want to talk to you tonight about the right diet because all these people were following Jesus because of this diet. This was the miracle diet that they were after. God, do some miracles for me, Jesus. God, I want to see you do some amazing things. I'm going to follow you. Yes, Lord, I'll do anything for you. But all of a sudden, will you eat of my body? Will you drink of the blood? It's talking about sacrifice. It's talking about death. It's saying, will you drink from this cup tonight? Or will you just take one diet and all you're taking is grace? God, forgive me of my sins. God, do this for me. God, and our relationship with Jesus is a transactional relationship. God, what can you do for me? That's what people do when they find churches. What can you offer me? You know what? The, Jesus not only offers forgiveness. Jesus doesn't only offer uh, mercy and grace, but he offers discipleship, sanctification, consecration. Jesus is saying there's so much more to the meal that I'll provide than just one thing on your diet. You know, in Canada, there's a wildcat known as the lynx. And it's specially um, adapted to cold weather. It hunts, it kills its food in the cold weather. And get this, the primary diet for this particular animal is a, a snowshoe rabbit. And it was interesting, I was reading upon this particular animal, the lynx, and this snowshoe rabbit, and it's in Canada, there's abundance of these rabbits everywhere. That when it gets, uh, then there's a particular thing happens in the seasons where it begins to change, and then these rabbits uh, that were like, you know, in abundance, like 50 rabbits per uh, acre, then something happens in the climate, and every 7, 10 years, the population of this snowshoe rabbit declines. From 50 rabbits per acre, listen to this, to 2 to 3 rabbits per acre. And 80% of everything that the lynx eats is this particular rabbit, the snowshoe rabbit. It's the primary diet of the lynx. And whenever these rabbits would decline through this change of climate, the lynx population declines as well. Because all they desire is this one animal. And it's funny because there's so many options available for this animal to eat. There's so many different plants, different animals, but because they desire this one animal, the lifespan of a lynx decreases dramatically. And it's because they say that the lynx is no longer breed anymore. It's now extinct because of this snowshoe rabbit. I read that and I was thinking, wow, what about you and I? What, you know, what about us tonight? All that we uh, want to come to Christ is just the grace of God, just the mercy. But what about the sacrifice? You know, most of us don't live on farms. Uh, you know, I didn't uh, milk the cow this morning, put some milk in my coffee. I, didn't, I don't have chickens. I didn't go and just uh, grab a few eggs from the, the barn. You know, most of us, we have the luxury of going to Woolworths and Coles. You know, we're out there. We, we, we didn't go out hunting this morning. We didn't go out killing and, and you know, ready to shoot down our animal. No, no, we went hunting for a trolley with four wheels. We went hunting. It's like, oh, yeah, and then we go to that particular, ah, uh, ooh, yeah, uh, marinated chicken wings. Oh, yeah, that's, that, I'll have that tonight. It's nicely packed. It's nicely wrapped in glad wrap. You know, you didn't have to wash the blood. You didn't have to, you know, do any of that. It was wrapped for you. And most people don't. Uh, they say, you know what, most people, if the shops went down, just like with this coronavirus, that people will starve to death if they didn't have enough food for two weeks max. And my point is this. When you have a limited diet, it makes you vulnerable. Jesus says, you seek me for the loaves. Jesus says, you seek me from what you can get from me. You only want one thing from me. You're not interested in all the other things on the table. 
Jesus says, yes, I offer salvation. Yes, I offer forgiveness of your sins. But I offer discipleship, sanctification. I offer consecration, dedication. And so many people just want to get from Jesus. Oh, God, I'll only eat what you'll offer me. Uh, I'll take that, Jesus, but just leave me alone. You know, don't tell me what to do. Uh, you know what, uh, carry a cross and follow me. Oh, no, Look, can I just follow you, Jesus? I don't want to carry no cross. Uh, you know, oh, yeah, oh, wow, wow, Jesus, just the, the broad way. Is it all right if I can just go the broad way? Or Jesus said, no, no, the narrow gate leads to eternal life. Man, that's tough. Christianity, we thought, uh, oh, yeah, Christianity is going to be easy. Christianity is tough because it deals with our flesh, our carnal nature. It deals with the, the human flesh. That's why the gospel has got to be cutting to the heart. There's no soft, uh, you know, preaching. When you read God's word, there's no, uh, you know, stepping around the bush. No, no, it's black and white. It's plain and simple. We need to repent. We need to give our lives to Jesus. We need to carry our cross. We need to follow him. Not just for the miracles. We're not just eating from just one part. Jesus says in verse 35, I am the bread of life. Can I encourage every believer? Seek the heavenly bread. He who comes to me shall never hunger. He who believes in me shall never thirst. What about you tonight? Are you seeking God for who he is? Or are you just seeking God for what you can get? Bible says most of them walked away. They turned away and said, you know what? That's too hard. Jesus, this Christianity thing's too much for me. It's not about what Jesus can do for you. It's about what you can do for Jesus. Well, you can do for Jesus. You must be varied in your diet. We need a full diet. Listen to 2 Timothy 3 verse 16. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. That's all scripture. It's inspiration from God. We can't just pick and choose I want salvation. I don't want discipline. Uh, uh, I, I want, uh, you know what, the nice things that Jesus offers. But if all we're doing is just eating grace, grace, grace. I, you know, I can live like what I want, but I'm under grace. I can stay in adultery because I'm under grace. I can drink if I want, but I'm under, no, listen. That's not what the Bible teaches. The scripture teaches all scripture. All of it is profitable for us. We're not just living off rabbits. We're not just living off these miracles that God does for us. It's us taking up the cross. It's us eating of the body of Christ, drinking the blood, the sacrifice. It's not just the blessing and the, the prosperity, you know, gospel. Oh, yes, name it and claim it. In the name of Jesus, I will be driving a Ferrari. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, it's laying down your life. He who lays down his life shall find it. Lose your life for Christ. Find true joy, find true peace when you lay down your life. No, heaven isn't just on a table. The Bible warns about hell. The Bible warns about judgment. Not only forgiveness and love and mercy is on the table. People just want to feel good sermon. Listen, that's just one diet. I want to tell you, you know what? God loves you. Yes, God wants to bless you. Yes, but listen, there are going to be times in your life where you're going to need some real doctrine from the word of God that says, you know what? Hey, you will face temptation. Hey, you will face trials and tribulation. But listen, this book, this Bible tells us we must eat all of it. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 12. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. Man, that's the word of God right there. Will you go through fire? Will you go through disappointments? 
Will you go through times when you have your heart broken and desire to eat the whole thing? When you say, you know what, God, I'm just going to come to you and just take, well, no, no, we have to understand the Bible gives us a whole lot of variety in this word. Don't get mad at God. Oh, God, but you, you know what? I thought when you get saved, all things will get better. Listen, the Bible teaches that you will face persecution. Talks about in our marriages, what God has joined together, let, not, let no man separate. In marriages, are we going to, you know, eat the whole word of God? Ephesians 5.25, husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 22, wives submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Listen, married couple, will you begin to eat the whole meal? Your family will be blessed. You'll have a blessed home when you begin to decide and say, yes, I'll do what the word of God says. I will begin to feast on his word when it comes to marriages. I just can't pick and choose on God's table what the father offers. Man, may we be in obedience and say, I'll eat it. You know, it's like when, uh, you know, our kids, I'm saying, uh, my wife likes to ask them, ask my kids, oh, what do you guys want for lunch? I said, no, 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 don't ask them what they want for lunch. Give it to them and let them eat it. It's like, <laughs> oh, but they want to eat. No, no, no. Listen, man, our, our kids, you know, we growing up, they're all kind of like, you know, picky, fussy, cheese. Um, man, I remember when I went to school, and it's like just an apple and some, you know, a sandwich where it's not even two bread. It's just one piece folded together. <laughs> it's like, it's like. I said, nowadays, it's like, man, I look at my kids' lunchboxes and they got everything. I'm just like, whoo. Amen. But she's like, but it's a full diet, honey. It's like, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yes, yes, I get it. Amen. But yeah, you know what? Whatever God desires and offers us, we need to be able to say, you know what? What you offer Jesus, I'll take it because it's good for me. No, we might not like medicine. It might not taste good, but it's good for your soul. Don't pick and choose on God's table. Thou shall not steal. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall, all these things. We might say, oh, that's just Old Testament. No, no, that's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. The God of heaven and earth, he wrote that Bible for us. People come to church, they pick and choose. You can come to church and be like this. Oh, Lord, bless me. Thank you for the uh, feed, Pastor. Burp on your way out. Thank you. Listen, no, God wants to give you everything. He wants to uh, give you a whole lifetime through these messages, through the word of God to give you some instruction to say, hey, listen, he is the bread of life. That when you begin to open up the word, the bread that's of heaven, let him begin to feed your soul. Let Christ begin to feed your life. Don't seek the things of this world that they try and offer you. Don't do that. Seek the bread, the manna from heaven. Satan attacked Job. And Job lost everything. Now I'll ask you the question, if you lost your lifetime of work in one day, would you become bitter against God? He loses everything. His livestock is gone. Everything is burned. Hell is looking ready. He's ready to curse God. But, but he was expecting, what did it do? Job answers and says, as the Lord gives, he takes away. You know, hell, the devil was probably thinking, okay, right now he's going to curse. Oh, heaven watches on. And Job says, bless the name of the Lord. You know, uh, we, we need to be like Job that says, you know what? If, even if I go through these things, why did Job uh, make it through? It's because he had the right diet. He understood 
He had a conviction about God's word. He had a relationship with Jesus Christ. Satan goes back to God with when Job wasn't cursing and, and, he, and um, Satan wants to be like, oh, I know what his diet is. If you take his health, his skin, uh, don't give him a miracle. Let him go through chemo. You know, I'm just paraphrasing right now. Don't give him a miracle, Lord, because I know Job was going to suffer. He'll begin to turn his back on you. You see, some people, they're, they're good as long as you give them miracles. Some people are good as long as, uh, you know, you give them the, the, oh, yeah, go, 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 buddy, good, good. But as soon as life hits, they're nowhere to be seen because they haven't been eating the right diet. There's a balanced diet. A balanced diet is like Job that says, you know what, I can serve him when the blessings are rolling in and the good times are rolling, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen. But this real balanced diet says, you know what, when everything is attacking my family, when all trouble is coming in, Listen, that's when we find out what you've been eating. Sooner or later, you'll be experiencing some setbacks, some hurt, some pain. And that's when you got to learn to get something deep in your soul. My prayer is this, that our church has, a, has been eating a right diet. That says, you know what, I'm prepared for the trials. I'm prepared for the battles I face in life. Because you're feasting on the Word of God. The right diet. Amen. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer tonight. Very simple message. Don't just come to Jesus for the miracles. You've got to eat the whole thing. If you're here tonight, your heart isn't right with God. I want to give an invitation to you. God is knocking on the door of your heart. You've been running from God. You've been avoiding God. But listen, God is speaking to you tonight. And if you were to die in your sins, if you were to enter into eternity, you know in your heart of hearts, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. He has no idea who you are. Bible says, when, uh, when Jesus says, depart from me, for I never knew you. You know, people will say, oh, yeah, I know Jesus. I know Jesus. Yeah, the real question is, does he know you? And if you're here tonight and your heart isn't right with God, you know you wouldn't make heaven your home. Listen, there's hope for you tonight. God loves you. He wants to save you. He wants to redeem you. If that's you tonight, if you're, uh, not right with God or you're backslidden, you raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. Pray for me. I want to be saved. I want to accept Jesus in my life. If that's you, you be honest with God and you say, yes, that's me. If you're watching from home tonight, listen, you raise your hand. You be honest before the Lord. Say, God, that's me. I'm not right. I, wanna, I want my sins forgiven. I want to be cleansed from my sins. I want a new start. Listen, let Christ begin to forgive you. Let Christ come into your life. Let Him begin to redeem you. Let Christ give you that new life. You're broken. You're empty. Let Jesus, Christ into your life. Backslidden in your heart. You be honest and say, yes, that's me. Pray for me. Lift your hand with mine. Say, yes, yes, that's me, Pastor. Pray for me. That's me. You're speaking to me. I feel the Holy Ghost. You're speaking to me, Pastor. That's me tonight. I want to get saved. I want my heart right tonight. I want to give my life back to Jesus. If that's you, if God is speaking to you, if the Holy Spirit is prodding upon your heart tonight, you respond to Him. Because you never know when your life is over. This might be your last chance. This might be the last message that you're receiving from God tonight. You might step into eternity. Raise your hand and say, yes, that's me. I feel the Holy Ghost. That's me. He's speaking to me tonight. You raise your hand. 
Amen. Turning to the church. Call for the church. Don't just have one diet. We all you're doing is just reading maybe just the New Testament. Open up the Word of God. Read the Old Testament. Maybe you're just reading the Old Testament. And listen, you need the right diet. Balanced diet. Read both the Old and the New. Let God teach you something new, something fresh. Eat of the whole thing that Christ offers. Eat the whole thing in the Bible. Don't just be a one diet Christian. All you eat is just grace. Let Christ offer you the full thing. Be balanced in your diet. Amen. Let's pray tonight. These altars are open. If you want to pray, these altars are open. But uh, if you're at home, why don't you turn in your seat right now and begin to ask God. Maybe God's convicting you tonight. His Spirit is beginning to convict you. Say, you know what? It's time to eat the right diet. It's time to get on that right diet. You know, this is true in the physical. You know, you just can't be eating the junk food from this world. You can't be just eating the junk from this, this world that it offers. You got to have the right diet. If not, you will begin to die physically and spiritually. Lord God, right now, I'm asking that you minister to our church, Lord God, every individual, Lord Jesus. May we be a church of followers of Christ that begin a, a feast of your word, God. Whatever your word teaches, Lord God, let us be humble, God, to walk in obedience with you. God, that your word would teach us, correct us, Lord, even at times, Lord God, convict us so that it can bring forth change. Lord, I pray, Lord God, tonight, let your word begin to minister to every single heart, every soul. Lord God, that we would be balanced in our diet. Lord God, that we would understand the truth of your word. Not just picking and choosing from your word of what we want to hear, but God, allowing the things, Lord, that's in your word to, to, to meditate on them, God. Even when we don't understand it, Lord God, I pray you speak to us. God, I'm asking for revelation, Lord Jesus, the, the bread of heaven, Lord God, that we would feast upon you, Jesus. Where else can we go, Lord? You have the words of eternal life. Amen. You pray tonight. Let's take a few moments. Let's pray. Father God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Worthy, worthy is your name. Oh, Lord God, minister, Lord God, in our hearts and our lives, Jesus. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, my God will never fail. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see a victory. 
Sing this power in the mighty name. This power in the mighty name of Jesus. Every war, every war he wages, he will win. And I'm not backing down from any giants. Because I know how this story ends. Hallelujah. Yes, I know how. Oh, come on, everyone, sing it out. I'm going to see. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory for the battle. Lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. I'm going to see. I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. You take what the enemy meant. Sing it out. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Yeah, you take 